Hello, everybody. Welcome along to another episode of Hiring in Healthcare. Today, I have someone very special, someone who I've seen quite a lot on LinkedIn, really proving that he's a leader in, in talent acquisition leadership within healthcare. So I wanted to bring him on today to really explain to you all how you go about kind of transforming from a, a recruiter mindset to a more strategic mindset where you can lead a large organization and make real lasting change. So Blake, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, thanks for having me, Adam. Uh, hey there, everybody. My name is Blake Teese, and I'm the Director of Talent Acquisition here with Prestige Care. Uh, we are headquartered here in Vancouver, Washington, uh, which is a suburb of Portland, Oregon. And uh, we own and operate over 75 skilled nursing and assisted living, um, basically post-acute care centers up and down the west coast of the United States. The furthest east we go is actually Kalispell, Montana. Been around since 1985, family owned and operated since day one. And uh, yeah, we do a lot of uh, engaging, hiring certified nursing assistants, LPNs, registered nurses. I mean, that's the lion's share of our employee population. So a lot of my time is devoted to try and figure out how to get our employer brand in, in front of a, a very highly sought after audience. Yeah, for sure. One of them, one of the most highly sought after in, in the country. Oh, so really, we could do this via messenger. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to structure this really simply because when I came onto your LinkedIn profile to research this, it was like boxes being ticked for problems that need solved whenever I saw what you've achieved at Prestige. So the first one is agency use. A lot of, a lot of long-term care facilities I speak to are really relying on agencies and they absolutely hate it. You reduced agency usage by 44% in two years and it says on LinkedIn you saved the company over three million dollars. Yeah. How can can people do that? Like how did you do it? Well, there's, you know, there's, there's no magic bullet and it, it, it takes a village, I will say that. Um, you know, a lot of what, what we've really leaned into here at <clears throat> Prestige Care, especially since I pivoted to the director role, uh, whenever that was, 2017, 2018, the days just run together, Adam, I'll be honest with you. You know, really, uh, you know, from a strategic standpoint, we've, we've done two, two big things. Um, since I came on board as the director. Number one is go all in on employer brand, doing whatever we can to get the word out on social about our unique EVP, employer value proposition. And we've done that via sponsored ads against specific geo markets. Uh, we've done that through uh, you know, collaborating with our in-house marketing department to create engaging content, not just engaging content, but authentic content. I think that's the biggest thing in, um, in healthcare recruiting is creating authentic content. I see so, so many pieces of employer branding in the healthcare space that they use the same five photos. These nurses see right through that. I know you've talked with a number of nurses and, and on this video podcast and more, and, and these, these folks see right through it. People crave authenticity. And so we've really leaned into authentic employer branding 
uh, in all of our markets. So I think that's a, a big piece of it. Another big piece of it uh, as well is on all of our job postings, we had a career trajectory graphic as well. So we, that's a big thing that we sell here at Prestige Care. I mean, you can hop in as a floor nurse, a floor registered nurse, floor a licensed practical nurse, and you have a defined pathway up, not to say, hey, we do promote from within, but we actually do promote from within and here's the path that you can take. So we really sell that quite a bit as well. And I think that's really resonated with uh, a lot of nurses and, and other clinical professionals that we connect with. So I'd say the employer branding piece of it is really key. Uh, and then the, I guess the other side of that coin is really going all in on training and development of our local operators who are charged with doing the lion's share of the recruitment. So when I pivoted into the director role, I mean, you gotta realize we operate in a decentralized recruiting model here at Prestige Care, meaning 98% of the recruiting is done at the local level by folks who are not human resources practitioners and they sure as heck aren't talent acquisition practitioners. So it became very clear to me that we need to in, in, in essence, create localized on-site TA professionals to do this, because this is be becoming harder and harder to do here in the States, and I, uh, I would argue probably uh, abroad as well. And so we created, and this was a labor of love, we created a over 400-page recruiting toolkit that was handwritten by myself and my colleagues here on my team that goes through everything that you need to do uh, within our applicant tracking system and other technologies that we use for recruiting here at Prestige Care, walking through beginning, intermediate, and advanced cold sourcing techniques as well, providing resources in that toolkit, like here's graphics that you can use to post on social media feeds, here's some verbiage and copy you can use, uh, amongst many other pieces. So really it's twofold, Adam. I mean, it's, it's, it's leaning into a robust employer brand and leaning in on all things training development. You know, now that I'm talking, I just realized, you know, we rolled out what we call talent acquisition talks here at Prestige Care, a live, uh, every other week, every other Thursday, we run live trainings. And it's just a quick five, seven, 10 minute hit on anything relative to recruiting. Like here's how to utilize this feature in the ATS or, hey, we've developed this, library of employer branding materials that you have at your disposal. Here are some use cases for that. So really just doing a, a boatload of training of our operators has uh, proven uh, successful. And I, I would I'd say the third thing as well is uh, is building out a, a internal staffing tool that that uh, solution has really helped us as well. So I'd say those three things. Wow, I think I think what you just said, like everyone should like be taking notes because so often it's it's a question of how do we get more candidates? That's through more money uh, a job order, through more money at a solution. But it sounds like you really invested in in other things like training and then the brand. Are are you seeing like an ROI from that at the moment? Then is is it well, is it yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say the ROI, ROI is, is what you saw uh, on, on my LinkedIn page. I mean, we're, we're significantly cutting costly agency usage. Um, I, I would say that our, our 
you know, our candidate flow has gone down, but I would argue that anybody in the United States, whether you're in the skilled nursing land or the more acute setting, the candidate flow has gone down, especially in the last uh, 12, 24 months through, you know, 2020 and, and Q1 2021. Um, you know, but I think the beauty, Adam, about that recruiting toolkit uh, is it's hyper-focused to our business, to our industry as well. I think that's really key as well. You know, making it hyper-focused to your stakeholders. Uh, so if you're a, a talent acquisition leader like myself or an individual contributor like a, a recruiter or talent acquisition partner or somebody like that, you know, creating materials and training on those materials that are being used by your stakeholders. I think that's just so key um, as well. So that's what I would that's what I'd say to that. Um, I, so I saw you also increased job applications by 22%. And you, you said, obviously, these are crazy times, like that might have came before. But mm-hmm. what sort of tips would you give to people in order to achieve that? Yeah, that's a that's a really good, uh, really good question. You know, I think I'd just really echo on the employer branding piece. Uh, you know, also, you know, taking it really grassroots as well, um, meaning just, just engaging people, you know, really 10x, 20x, 30xing your uh, reach outs personally, you know, I, you know, I, I always hear like, oh, you know, big tech is going to take over recruiting and everything's going to be automated. I, I call, I call, uh, I call baloney on that, because at the end of the day, to be a solid sourcer, a solid recruiter, it's still a human engaging another human about a current and future job opportunity. That's always going to win, as opposed to, uh, as opposed to just a, a, a email drip campaign. Certainly, that can help, mm. absolutely. But we've really done a phenomenal job of getting uh, our operators to reach out in a cold way, but also uh, investing in a couple headcount that specifically focus on cold sourcing. So that has been a big, a big uh, boon for us. Now, the stats that you saw, that was, uh, you know, back 2017, 2018, obviously that has changed and uh, has been put on its head in 2020 and beyond. So, uh, you know, we're still trying to figure out some solutions to that, Mm. uh, you know, kind of moving forward. But I I, I do want to say one other thing, Adam, as I, as we kind of think about time to fill and we think about, Lim, uh, limiting agency usage. The most underrated, this might be a hot take, but the most underrated tool you have at your disposal as a talent acquisition practitioner is something you don't have to pay for. It's your applicant tracking system. That is such a under, it is a such, it's such an undervalued solution for people in our space. You need to be an expert at mining your APS because even though there's a resume that maybe that's three years old, at the bare minimum, guess what? You have your their phone number, their email address, pick up the phone and call them. You know, understand, hey, what are you doing now? I saw that you applied for this role. What are you doing now? Oh, you want to level up your career? Oh, by the way, we have this nursing manager role at this hospital or this, uh, you know, this skilled nursing care center. So I think the true champions of, of sourcing and recruiting and healthcare right now are going all in on mining their ATS and, well, first off, mining their ATS and being able to pick up the phone and sell somebody. I know that's very like boiler room Mm. commentary, 
but I, I still think the adage is true. The, the, the more you as a human can connect with another human on a personal way, you know, that, that will allow you to get that uh, highly coveted registered nurse, for instance, and quite frankly, certified nursing assistant as well. Yeah. So I want to kind of play a little bit of devil advocate here and say, say you didn't have all these resources and you were a, you were a smaller organization. How would you advise people to, to kind of to make that radical change and to go in and train their people if, if they don't have as many like use cases or they, they don't have as much pedigree as, as a larger company? So, so basically, Adam, the question is, you know, how do you get similar results without the financial resources yeah. to, to do it? Well, that's a really good question. Love that question. And I, I think that the, the term that comes to mind is grit. You know, here's a great example. I remember a couple of years ago, um, this was even prior to me uh, being uh, asked to uh, serve in the director role. We wanted to engage an external uh, agency to produce you know, videos and other sorts of uh, employer branding materials and that uh, cost wasn't approved, uh, which, is, which is fine. So I just said, you know what, we're, we're gonna be gritty and we're gonna create our own content. You know, we hopped on Canva and created some content. We reached out uh, to uh, you know, over 75 locations within the Prestige Care family asking for people's stories. You know, who, who has been here a long time? Who has a great story to share? Um, and we've done, that, that's another thing we've, we've been able to kind of go all in on, especially during the pandemic in, in 2020, is highlighting our own team members. That kind of content really resonates with folks. And by the way, that's not just highly produced videos and highly produced, um, you know, photography. These, these phones that we have in our pockets now, it's wild. They're shooting 4K video, 13 megapixels, you can produce amazing content. You just got to teach yourself how to use it. Um, great example. I mean, I wanted to create, you know, high quality videos. We didn't have the money to do it. So I just said, you know what, I'm going to teach myself iMovie. I'm going to teach myself some of these other apps. And in my practice, if you follow me on LinkedIn or any other social platform, I'm creating my own recruiting videos because I taught myself just how to do like kind of basic video post-production which has allowed me to stand out and ultimately, and the beauty of it is to get our employer value proposition out there at scale at a cost of $0 and zero cents. So I think people just have to be gritty. They can't be lazy. They yeah. have to yeah. just do whatever they can. Uh, teach yourself, get on YouTube, learn, you know, type in how to cut video in iMovie or how to shoot high resolution photo on iPhone. Something yeah. like, like you gotta be resourceful. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm living proof of that. So that's, mm. what I'd, that's what I'd say to that. I think like the difference between, so we, obviously you're someone who's very creative and driven and you're being very successful in this. And I speak to a lot of people who are, they're not as successful. And like the main difference seems to me, it's like an internal drive in the person. It's, yeah. it's them believing that they can actually make a change by doing the doing part. So rather than just, thinking about things and then deciding in their head if they should do it or not they go out and do it and then they they make a judgment after they've done it i think like that's the main thing which is separating the winners and the losers at the moment mm -hmm. if you could go back say a, a few years um say whenever you started at prestige is there anything that you would do differently 
Oh, 100%. Well, first off, Adam, I, I think why people don't lean into some of these solutions is ego. They let their ego get in the way. You know, I read a really good book recently uh, titled Ego is the Enemy. Definitely would encourage anybody to check that out. But, you know, it's so powerful when we, when we um, push away that ego, that, that internal conversation up here in our mind and say, you know what, I'm just going to go for it. It's not going to be pretty. And I'm going to mm. fail. I'm going to fall. But by God, I'm going to learn from my failures. Those are the people that I that I think are really, really winning uh, right now. Is they they shun the ego and they 10x their efforts um, on 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 the unknown, on mm. on doing things that they haven't done before. But you know, back to your question here about about you know rewinding. What would I do differently? That's a, that's a really good question. And and the first thing and the biggest thing that comes to mind is going all in on video. That's one of my huge initiatives in 2021 for me personally, but a byproduct of that is growing our visibility uh, here at Prestige Care is going all in on video. I wish five years ago, I was just creating content, creating more videos, things like that. I should have done that five years ago. Um, I know when our skilled nursing and assisted living care centers open back up, I will be going out to them creating high quality content on video and I'm going to post it on our job postings and then run sponsored ads against geo markets with these videos. We just haven't been able to get into our care centers and communities due to COVID uh, with the vaccine rolling out here in the States and worldwide. Um, you know, we've, we've had a terrific response of cases are going down over 70%. Uh, so there, there is light at the end of the tunnel here. I know, um, that's just a, a huge topic, obviously, but I really wish I would have gone all in on video uh, a few years ago. Um, uh, that's what I would say to that. Um, you know, I, I would have uh, I would have done a lot more of that and probably um, done whatever I can to grow social media presence. We've done a decent job of that, but I really wish I would have 10x my efforts three, four years ago. Mm. That's well, most of the nurses that I'm speaking to in these interviews say they want to see like authenticity and yeah. i think the best way to communicate that in their words they're like i want to see the hiring manager talking about the positions and showing me where i'll be working yeah i think uh you know i, I think a a undervalued technique uh that that recruiters and pa practitioners can leverage is just to have a a um, hiring manager just a quick 10 second snippet just talking to the camera Hey, here's what I'm looking for. Really excited to work with you. Whatever you know, kind of that that, that mm. value proposition, and then being able to send that video uh, to a, a passive candidate pool, for instance, is uh, is uh, kind of some low hanging fruit. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I think it's uh, it's so important to listen to those candidates as well, and well, listen to the the results from from the actual output. Yeah. I'd also say too is it's it's understanding your target, understanding your candidate. I mean, this is kind of cold sourcing 101, but you know, there's there's no shortage of ways to find people's contact information, and it's and it's amazing what individuals put out on their social media profiles. So it's really easy to make a connection. You know, mm. for instance, great use case. You know running a Boolean search, finding registered nurses in Boise, Idaho. Oh, this person is one click on their link. Oh, she's really into, you know, Italian food, for instance. Um, you know, 
leading uh, with that subject line or that first sentence, you know, uh, you know, I just made the best homemade lasagna the other day. What's your favorite <laughs> fiber? So, you know, something like that. I mean, no, no one does that. And, and yeah. so I, I would say there's, for most sourcers, there's, there's a lot of opportunity and the highly effective sourcers and recruiters I know mm. can leverage the information that's already out there and just yeah. harness it in a way that is memorable for the, for the highly sought after candidate. Mm. Okay. Wow. I think I've learned so much. Like part of the reason I'm doing this is for my personal learning as well. <laughs> so I've, I've learned so much from this already. Before we go, I mean, if you could give just one piece of advice, say you were stuck in an elevator after some conference with 10 other HR directors or talent acquisition directors in your type of organization. Yeah. And they all looked at you and they said, Blake, Blake, tell us the way. How do you do it? Like, what would you say to them? Oh, that's a good question, Adam. I'd say um, energy. You have to bring a boatload of juice, a boatload of energy, and you have to outwork the person sitting next to you. Uh, you have to be gritty. This is a game of failure. You know, it's a lot like baseball. I, I played baseball growing up, baseball in college. And what's interesting about baseball is if you fail seven out of 10 times in Major League Baseball, you're in the Hall of Fame. And it's very similar to healthcare recruiting. Um, this is a game of failure um, because these nurses, they have so many opportunities. And so you will fail more often than not. So it's the people that are really gritty, that can mm -hmm. fall down seven, that get up eight, that can really 10X their efforts and move, well, not only harness technology, but harness in a way that's authentic. Um, and, and I guess just, you know, the, the people who, uh, can, can make a genuine connection. You know, that is so important in a, in a, in a, in a world and that is, that is becoming less and less authentic and less and less human. And in a space that, that is in some ways um, lacking humanity. And what I mean by that is we're all just leaning, we're, we're, we're sitting behind this, this laptop, mm. you know, I, I, I just I, I would just strongly encourage anybody to to really hone your selling skills, your uh, personal um, management skills, and just your ability to build rapport really stinking quick. Um, I just think that's so key, especially in healthcare recruiting, when there's so many options for people out there um, right now, and quite frankly, for really the next two three decades. Um, you got to be gritty. You got to move fast. You got to use your resources, and you have to be able to build rapport quickly with an individual. And I think that's what I would say how how folks are going to win. Amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, the lift has arrived. That was that was perfect. Um, thanks so much for giving me your time today. Yeah. And uh, everyone, follow Blake on LinkedIn. You'll see what sort of content he's putting out. And you can also follow Prestige Care to see how they're communicating their brand. Um, thanks for joining us, Blake. I'll see yeah. you later. Thanks for having me, Adam. Appreciate it. Bye.